Welcome to Rolls of Redemption, where this is a shit show, but we're playing anyway. <laughs> Welcome to Rolls of Redemption Plague Edition. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. The Samuel Adams virus. <laughs> we joked about that. We did joke about that. Throwing it back to nice. Very nice. Goodness, yes. Chris <laughs> has struck and we are all stuck. So we decided let's have an off session. Yay. <laughs> okay, because I've got my medicinal whiskey. Good. My medicinal ginger uh, cocktail. Does oh. anyone have ivermectin? My mom has some extra. Just kidding. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Just stir it up. <laughs> Janine's just was delightful there. No, I'm not kidding. I wish I was. I'm not shocked. I'm not surprised. No. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, previously on Rolls of Redemption, we did the Seaghost thing, and it was greatly successful. Really successful. Surprisingly well, except I realized that my trident's still in the ocean. Oh, yeah, I was going to go get that. Son of a bitch. I just still get that this morning. Don't worry. Um, Pick some. Boyfriend fail. <laughs> boyfriend, boyfriend who can swim down there and get it real easy. <laughs> boyfriend will do this. Um, Does boyfriend know what's in the water? No. Does boyfriend care? <laughs> Does boyfriend even have a slight idea of where the ship had been anchored? Yes. Yes. So, boyfriend only could locate object for that specific purpose. But then, (laughs) so, it was my plan like three sessions ago when she lost the trident to prepare locate object. And then we leveled up like later, and I forgot. So and then, and then he lost his virginity and forgot. <laughs> virginity is not a spell that we can have either. So That's another one. They faded to black. Restoration. Restoration. <laughs> uh, yeah. um, regeneration. Oh no, she's got to bring a regeneration. What? Never mind. I don't want to go back to that question. It can last a very long time. That's yeah. the end. <laughs> Um, so, yeah, so then we put the prisoners in different places, Akir and Tara interrogated the prisoners, Mina and Atreus went and had sex, and, um, (laughs) then Mina and Atreus had, uh, nightmares, Atreus woke up with claw hands. And, uh, yeah, now we're figuring out where we're going from here. Super fun. So, so for the sake of the recording and everyone else, um, Janine, have you read Atreus's Nightmare? I did. Okay. Um, would you two like to actually read out your nightmares? Sure. Cool. We can read our nightmares. Here it is. Nightmare can go first because Minas okay. is actually quite short. If I can find it again. <laughs> All right. 
Um, just one question about a typo you had. Yeah. You said sleep passing death, and then I matters. Do you mean it doesn't matter? Did, were you just re- repeating the the form that you had done in this first paragraph? Yes, I had been repeating the form. So cool. Go back and check it. <laughs> Sorry, I'm so... good to know. <laughs> Hashtag editor problems. Um... You. Okay, sleep trance darkness. It doesn't matter what you call the time where your mind and body separate so that you can recover what you've lost. But this night was different for Atreus. He had not felt the intervention of his god like this in over a century. Sleep, passing, death. It doesn't matter what you call the time when your mind, body, and soul are finally severed from one another and set hurtling through the plains. The scales and the sword, that which weighs and that which severs. These are the tools of Eucidium. Atreus finds himself upon a golden disc, four chains on four corners of the circle. Circles don't have corners, his subconscious breathes. He blinks and sees himself in the near distance, standing hunched on a mirrored golden disc. The shadows obscure his face, but in his heart, Atreus knows who or what it is. The golden sword that reached up into the sky sinks lower into the mist-obscured earth a thousand feet below, The shaking of the sword rattles the chains, and both of Atreus feel themselves quake. The hunched figure looks up and stares into Atreus' soul. The teeth are long, the eyes are hollow, the skin is pale, the hands are sharp. Atreus' heart hangs heavily in his chest, and its words ring so loudly he can almost hear them. This is his destiny. The sword shakes again, falling closer to the mist below. Atreus can see that amidst the clouds are creatures hungry and vile. He sees the face of a hideous monster break free from the grasp of a vapor and snarl at him, the face a twisted and horrific mockery of Bjorn, covered in fur, its ears pulled and twisted to points, its body gaunt and covered with patches of withering hair and fleshy wings that could not possibly keep the creature aloft. And yet its own derision for the monster it has become seems to drive it forward. It opens its fanged maw and takes a breath. The air pulls Atreus and the scales begin to tip. Atreus is brought closer to the mist while his curse is lifted towards the freedom of the sky above. Now closer, Atreus sees the monsters and the men he has slain in service to Eucidium. The innocent grasp at him, calling for his blood. The shadows of the undead are tethered but to the cursed scale by thin silver threads that shimmer as a single strand of a spider's web in the dew-soaked morning. The two sides wage war around the golden blade, searching, scratching, calling for justice and seeking vengeance. The voice of his god, a voice that haunts Atreus' past, but has been so long forgotten that it was just a feeling rather than a memory begins to speak from somewhere above the pommel of the sword. Your fate is sealed. You were offered service or the monster. Continue to defy your calling and you will be consumed. Atreus feels something within him change. He licks the familiar fangs that had once startled him, no difference. He touched his ears, but they remained the same small points he'd inherited. He pulls his hands away to find that they have transformed into claws. Use my gifts and blessings to end the foes of the natural cycle. Restore the balance. I gift this to you in defiance of what you may become. Drain the life of your victims for my name's sake and prolong the use of your soul. 
Alright, well, it's it was way better with you reading it than me writing it, so. <laughs> Thanks for that. <laughs> I really had sneeze the whole time, and I didn't <laughs> proud <of> myself. <laughs> Editing. Okay, uh, okay, so Mina's stream is a little shorter. Uh, hopefully I might be able to get through it. The blue-green haze is beautiful as Mina stares up from beneath the water. The sun sparkles and dances in the calm waves that wash a few feet above her. She smiles as the bubbles slowly trickle out of her nostrils and zigzag to the surface as little white pearls of light. Casually, she moves further and further away from the yellow light above. Mina basks in the serenity of the depths, fully aware of the claw wrapped around her ankle. She embraces the slow, gentle tug that continues to pull her further from the surface into the darkness. Her eyes never break their connection with the light. Even as her last pearl escapes her mouth and dances away into the distance. The world is silent. The salty water is now tasteless. The shimmer above has become nothing more than a dull memory of what once was. Finally, she looks away from what is lost and is in, in her dying moments reaches over her shoulders to feel a pair of fangs pierce into the num numbness, uh, burying themselves into the pair of calluses on her neck. The world turns red, and then it fades to black. <laughs> you made it. I made it. <laughs> that was impressive. <sighs> I'm kind of curious for Amelia, just a little metagame here. Have you ever clicked on a vampiric brawler? No. Your feats list? Apparently you should have. <laughs> you probably should click on that. Say what now? The bottom of your features and traits? Yeah. I, I went over all the oh. things that she has now. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. that's kind of cool. So, along with this um, leveling up to level 5, each of them got a something new. So something blue. <laughs> oh, I forgot to long rest. I still am the second level. I mean, the second level spell slot, right? Yes. Yeah, so long rest and then mark off a second level slot. Cool. Yeah. yeah. So um, uh, obviously, Atreus now has claws, which gives him the ability to grab hold of someone as long as he has an empty hand and makes a touch attack or an arm strike. Mm -hmm. uh, because of the dream uh, predicting Mina's future, she now has resistance to necrotic damage. Hello. <laughs> I decided it kind of works like a vaccine. She got a little dose and now she's resistant to it. Exactly. He inoculated her. <laughs> he inoculated up her? Nope. So, <laughs> we didn't make a baby. We made a uh, defense against necrotic damage. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Handy, useful. Yeah. Um, based on the incredible role play that Tara has been doing with all of her. Um, 
how do I say this? No, we're just going to go with interrogations. Uh, she has been given the feat skilled and proficiency with intimidation, investigation, and insight. So she is a very, <laughs> very proficient in the art of interrogation now. And then Akir was gifted the feat of observant, I believe. So um, he's been playing a, he's been doing a wonderful job with his um, perception and his watching everything and his general wisdom and insight as a group grandpa. So we, sorry, group uncle. Oh, oh. A, a wise uncle. Um, <laughs> he's not that old, okay? No, he is by far the youngest party member. And therefore, <laughs> I felt that was an appropriate uh, boon as we have ended the beginning introductory session section of our story and we are now ready to dive deeper into the pangs of salt marsh <laughs> i'm just like giggling because i'm like wow tara and akira got gifts for being so cool <laughs> and mina and atreus got things because they're angsty chaos couple <laughs> look this is what happens when you have sex outside of marriage so <laughs> You get gifted with uh, necrotic defense. STIs. <laughs> yep. Oh my god, they're nasty. <laughs> so, I hope you learned from this. And all of you watching at home, <laughs> just, just get married. That's I learned nothing. We're going to have to put a trigger warning or like a parental guidance warning on this episode so that people don't go thinking that having sex outside of marriage gives you like claws and resistance to go like them. Yeah. Valid. Yep. Don't go do things to get claws. Okay. Yeah. Just get your nails real long, guys. <laughs> you just got thinking, thinking of a Manny Petty. Amelia got a very nice manager this week. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. idea? Is that what the idea is? I came back with these long nails. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. Sincerely doubt that. I just rude. You may or may not have done it to yourself. I did this to myself. Great. It was rude. It was rude. <laughs> Self sabotage. The DM's best friend. So, um, we're going to pick up with Akir and uh, Tara's last few moments. They interrogated our good friend Fal Frithoff and found that he did have at least a little bit of knowledge that was useful. He owned up to the hiring person of the slave trade to be Galen, Prime Water. And showed them that the only actual evidence other than his own personal testimony would be the contracts written in invisible ink on the back of the maps. So with Tara's keen investigation skills and her newly acquired monocle of minute seeing, she was able to find the scratch marks that indicated something indeed had been written on the back of the maps. And she is very aware of the invisibility that it takes to create such an ink. And then everybody wakes up. 
Wait, I had one more question. Because I wanted to know, I wanted to know if Fowl was a part of the Sea Princes. <clears throat> oh, no, no. They they do their own thing. Very well. We'll be comfortable okay, here until we confirm your information. <laughs> as comfortable as anyone in chains will ever be. Is it like this is a break, so like there's a locked door, right? Yeah. I asked Tara to unlock him then, so that he can you know, move about in his the cabin? cage instead of being chained. The captain has removed the seatbelt sign. I guess. I'm sure I'll <laughs> Ding. Your stewardess is now serving malt beverages. <laughs> service. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so if it's the next morning, Mina has cried in the hallway. Akira has caught Mina crying in the hallway because she's like, Atreus's god is rude. <laughs> Basically. And Akira's like, yeah, he's a dick. We should probably kill him, but you know. <laughs> I I thought that Akira was going to, like, come punch Atreus for making Mina cry. Me Akira too. almost ran through that door. <laughs> like, he was this close to just, like, bursting through that door and ignoring what Mina was talking about. Yeah, being like, screw you. What did you do? I was just, like, reading this, like, oh, no. Oh, no. Here we go. Here it comes. <laughs> oh, my God, I'm going to get punched. <laughs> Take a man while he's down. Fine. <laughs> bludgeoning damage. I was gonna start the day with bludgeoning damage. Peter and I were talking about. We were a little sad that the DM broke so quickly playing. They were ready to waterboard. Him. We, we wanted to uh, mess with them a little yeah, bit more, threaten right. him, torture him a little. Yeah. With my life. Can't this we were ready to chaos. Akira yeah. would have just threatened. He wouldn't have done any of the torturing. Talk. See, I really, I really was expecting you to try and find another way to uh, get the information out of him, not just like take and make the deal. It's that high intimidation. <laughs> yep. I mean, you wrap a chain around a dude's neck while he's chained to a wall in a brig. You, yeah, that'll do it. Akira was on the brink of trying to stop her. It was very yeah. close, but it worked. So then he was just like, okay, we're done here. Exactly, exactly. Good cop, bad cop, as the day is long. It's perfect. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, so, uh, yeah. What are you guys doing next? Well, I guess we said we were meeting a cure for breakfast down at the tavern, so that's at least where we're regrouping for now. Yep. Kier is down in the tavern waiting. Is Tara coming? Tara will be with the cure waiting. And I guess we're going downstairs, meeting at the tavern. I whisper over to Tara before before they come down, just a heads up. I think Atreus might have claws or something now. I'm not sure. 
From what? We're going to find out. Did they do something? Roll up. Hey, guys. <laughs> what is that look? Did they do something? <laughs> hmm? What? So it's for mm-hmm. right first. Captain, are you trying to draw attention to us? They made love. No. Yeah. Why are you laughing? She's really in character. In character, and I was laughing. Normally pale, Atreus is now bright pink. <laughs> like, trying to be like, to be fair, this, know you could blush. This has nothing to do with that. Uh, <laughs> two entirely separate events. Very, very separate events. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I've never been with a Dempir. I don't know what happens when you're aroused. Stuff starts coming out of your fingers, apparently. Not this. This is not the time or the place. Okay, 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 okay. Right. How was the interrogation? (laughs) Good? Was it great? Maybe we shouldn't talk about it here, but moving on. We've determined we need someone who can find and read (laughs) Invisible Ink. That's what we'll say here. Spell an illusion. That's what I need. <laughs> Got no magic whatsoever. Uh-huh. <laughs> Pretty sure I can't. I can? Really? Wait, what do, wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> you need to learn your third level wait. spell. Wait, what? Oh yeah, it says third level spells now. Hi. Oh, yeah, I forgot. You're, like, much further in the, the magic than I am. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm having a moment here. What would... Did I even do my spell? Oh, you've got Revivify. That's a nice spell. Yeah, but I don't. I only have one diamond, though. It's not enough. I don't know what would help me read that, though. Not read it. Or dispel it. Would lesser restoration? Do you not have dispel magic? I thought I did, but I don't. should be able to change out because cleric magic is all prepared so you know all the spells you know you would just have to go and prepare it switch yeah oh yeah no i'm not talking about do you currently have it prepared but you do have yeah yeah. okay so dispel magic would be what i would have to do for this yep that would also then allow council people to read it too, right? Not just not just us, which is Cur- what we really want. 
I, so, I mean, I'm all rested. Can I swap that out for the one third level spell that I was able to choose? Sure. Yay. Suggest so before you do anything, maybe we should wait until we are in front of the council so they can see it. What do you think? I mean, would it just. What happens if we get jumped or attacked and someone has access to the information before we can give it into the correct hands? We might want to talk to Eldritch. That's his name? Eliander. That's his name. We might want to talk with Eliander first and get the size of him and whether he will be on our side. If we think he is, show it to him first. Well, I say we go sooner than later. Do you think it's wise to try to bring someone else onto our side instead of just go to the whole council together and prove? Because if it's if it says his name, that's pretty hard evidence that it's Gellin. So why would we try? I, I mean, they would. In that situation, we don't know how prepared Gellin will be. He could be more prepared than the other council members who would not know that we have evidence against him. Pretty sure we could take him. He wears a green silk scarf. Ascot. <clears throat> but you don't know who he might have prepared with him. Ascot and a scarf, okay? Yeah. You got a girlfriend now. You better step up your fashion game. Oh. I no. can take him. Then <laughs> his ascot, too. I'll take the ascot right off his neck and wear it myself. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> unless he shows up with, you know, the the town guard. In which case, no, you're right. It makes it makes sense to talk to Leander. Sorry. If we can march in there with the town guard and arrest Yellen on the spot, we'll be in the power position. That's true. All right. So, All right. to Leander. Let's go find him. He'd be at the barracks? No. It was a... Uh, something watchtower. Cool watchtower? Not cool. I was... Well, he had said we could find him. He had said something specifically, and now I don't remember what it was. No. Nope. either. You said the barracks. I wrote it down. Um, I know. Roll history or something? To remember, <laughs> but the DM has to remember. The DM needs to remember. The DM first. is <laughs> busy searching through his book. <laughs> I send the barracks in my book. Oh, we, yeah. So that was a. Uh, I literally just wrote that like last weekend. Yeah, he can be. So he originally said he could be found in the barracks. Um, one of the things that Akir learned in his things is that he doesn't work from the barracks. He actually works out of the um, watchtower. Okay. I knew I remembered the whole watchtower for some reason. Nice. We're off to talk to Eliander. <laughs> I'd say let's go to the watchtower. Okay. <laughs> There we go. The Hool Watch Tower. 
Okay. Um, so the people the watching you, the hools. They watch the hool march. Um, yeah. So the four of you make your way through the streets that are starting to become a familiar sight. Um, it's just a little after dawn, so the whole city is starting to uh, begin to be alight with noise and movement. Uh, there's a general excitement about the docks, more so than the usual, as um, they have discovered that there's a ship kind of anchored out in a distance from the town. But it hasn't stopped any of the fishermen who've been out for four and five hours at this point. Um, as you get closer, this 60-foot-tall tower um, serves as both an armory and a lookout for the town guard. Uh, this is definitely the place where Eliander would be, where he holds his offices as the commander of the guard. Uh, the bricks and stones that make this tall tower are old and cracked. This was obviously the single first defensive building here in Saltmarsh. Uh, right outside, the main entrance is a board of job postings. So it looks like that whenever there's something that the town guard would like accomplished, but do not have the manpower to do. They do put a few jobs around for the local adventurers. There are a pair of guards sitting outside the main entrance of the Hool Watch Tower. Greetings, gentlemen. <laughs> hi. Oh, uh, hi. Hi. Looking for what is this? Oh, you're the Leviathan. <coughs> that I am. Oh, oh and we, Atreus and Akir and Mina. Oh, we've heard about all of you. You're quite, you're quite famous here in town now. In a good way, I hope. Well, it, it, every, they look at each other. You, you drove the bandits out of the old haunted house. You solved. The ghost problem, the haunting of the haunted house, it's not haunted anymore. Yeah. Which deed? Is Eliander here? Oh, I'm sure he's upstairs somewhere. He's always here early in the morning. Is it true you spent 40,000 gold pieces of Ida's money in the market last week? <laughs> Might be a little true. <laughs> they they look at each other. Track? You didn't ask questions. Oh, she's going to be so mad. She's got to be fuming. Oh, that serves her right. She's she's so old. What is she going to do with all that money anyways? You put it back in the town. That's what we do. Yeah. That is what we do. I like this guy. Uh, they They both kind of like hold out their hands to shake hands with all of you. Uh... <laughs> give them a normal handshake. Yep. Yep. They they shake Akira's claw and um just fascinated. Like you are obviously now local celebrities. I like these boys. They appreciate you know a hero when they see one. Um. Yeah. So it is very urgent then that we talk to Eliander. We can just go. <clears throat> Yeah, absolutely. Go on up. Not a problem. Uh, knock. Don't don't just barge right in. He doesn't like that. But uh, third, 
fourth floor. Uh, he just kind of points up to the top. So it kind of, you know, the chess piece that's the tower, you know, the rook or whatever it's called. Um, that's kind of what this tower looks like. It's very simple, very basic in that way. Um, all the lower levels have, all the lower leveled windows have bars on them. But um, his, the window he's indicating is basically just one level below the parapets at the top. <clears throat> Go up. Very awkward. It's like, no, you were talking to me. Good day. Thank you, handsome. See you on my way out. They start like elbowing each other. She's talking to me. No, she's Classic talking to me. Leviathan. You're <laughs> such a tease. <laughs> <laughs> she does it too. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, while the inside of this tower is sorry, while the outside is old and crumbled, you can tell that the interior is taken care of extremely well. Um it may just be the introductory job of all the new guards, but it is spick and span in here. Um you can see that there's a level that goes down into some sort of basement. And the first floor has, as I said, windows all around. There's a small desk with a couple of gnomes writing furiously. And a set of winding stairs that go up to the next level. Okay. Oh, I we start go. going to the stairs. Going. He doesn't look up. I'm just like beelining it to the stairs. Don't you go up there? Hmm? Where are you going? Don't go up there. To talk to Eliander? It's very important business. Whose business is it? Eliander's. The town's. Does he know who you are? We don't yes. really have a group name at this point. Just tell them, you know, the people from who unhaunted the haunted house are here. I'm sure he'll figure it out. Ghost hunters. <laughs> um, he takes off his <laughs> copper spectacles, um, kind of holds them in his hand, and you see a quick little gesture with his finger as he points up to the ceiling. And then, uh, <laughs> Anyone who knows magic knows he just casted a spell. Then he puts his little copper spectacles back on. You can go up. Thank uh, you. No. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, don't cause any trouble. All right, bye. Do we look like trouble? <laughs> we always look like trouble. <laughs> Uh, so the the stone staircases travel the length of this tower. Uh, you pass through a couple other rooms where people are working. No one else really seems to mind you. If you've gotten past the front guards and uh, the front gnomes, then you obviously must belong here. Uh, as you get to the third and final story of these <coughs> winding paths, you find a pair of double wooden doors. Um, they are actually exquisitely made. They have a very um, dark brass. It's almost um, blackish uh, as the frame. So it's got rivets in it that hold the whole thing together. And two 
large cool. knockers. Well, thank you, Doctor. <laughs> 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 You've never seen that. <laughs> 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 you movie. Yeah, right. <laughs> I will knock. Are you using the knockers or just? <laughs> uh, the sound is actually quite beautiful. Um, knocker now. <laughs> I'll grant that. That's what happens after you have sex once. Um, hey, it's really, really, it's realistic. Yeah. Um, it, it's actually quite a beautiful sound. The tones of the metal on metal. And it resonates throughout the whole thing. And you hear Eliander's voice. Come in. Hold open the door for the ladies. He does like an Aragorn moment. Nope, I don't, I'm not Aragorning this time. This time my, my hubris has been knocked down significantly. I'm just holding open the door for the ladies. Knock down a pig. Yeah. Mina touches his cheeks and boosts his ego. <laughs> nice. nice. Yeah. Plus period. <laughs> Hi. Oh man, I forgot that I was wanted to do a whole different voice for this guy. Oh. That's all right. I'll, sa I'll save that one. It's okay. Ah, oh, yes. What are all of you here for? You've caught your ghost. <laughs> Fantastic. What's his name? Uh, he has eyes that are eager, and he is just waiting for one specific word to come out of your mouth right now. When we give you a name, what will you do with it? Arrest them. Obviously. Hang them if so they deserve. Even if it's someone in power. Yes. Can I insight check him? I just insighted with a 23. What? I insighted and got a 23. Uh, he is fully convinced it's Gellin and will absolutely <laughs> take down Gellin. Um, if it was someone else, say if it was Manistrad, he might change his tune, but he is pretty sure he knows who it is, and he's ready to wreck this person. I can say with confidence, your assumption is correct. Gellin Prime Walter has been facilitating all of this, and we have proof. Please share. Eager B from I'm gonna pull out <laughs> my little map name, have it, roll it. I'm guessing mm -hmm. I'm able to uh, dispel magic, so I have a friend who is able to. I cast dispel magic on the map. Um, all of you watch as the invisibility melts away as if you had poured water over ink, and it reveals a series of um bullet points for a contract and at the bottom of that contract is the signature of Gellin Primewater and the signature of Captain Sigurd Snake Eyes. Um, one thing you were not expecting is it also has the seal of the sea princes upon it. 
the a quick glance through as um Eliander just goes from um gleeful I mean it's hard he's an old veteran war hero um but his linguistic capabilities do show his full bodied um person and personality but he goes from glee to a little bit of fury and anger as he was really hoping to catch Gellin and remove him from power and instead he has uncovered this deep plot because among the things are as you all know slaves being transported um, weapons and there are elements where Gellin even was having his own ship robbed and also a few vessels of the Keeland army being poached and resold. This is everything you were expecting. This is far worse than anything I was expecting. How deep does this treachery go? This is not just lining his own pockets. This is against the kingdom. Yes. He will he will hang in the capital for this. Yes. We have to catch him first. That should not be a problem. Why would he have hired us if we he knew we could figure this out though? He must have assumed you would burn the ship or that you would not have survived. He he must not have in any way figured that you would actually find and bring back proof. Mm. He's, he's already gone. Yeah. He was at he the gala last night. He might have assumed that we killed everyone in that mansion, not knowing that we didn't. We should probably move quickly on this because he's going to figure it out rather soon. I would say it would be wise to post guards at the secret tunnel below his mansion and at his mansion and at the port in case he tries to make an escape. Any move we make, it has to be everything and all at once. Let Give me ten. No. Um, I am going to call a meeting of the council with hopes that he is able to. He will actually show. Um, this is. <sighs> Meet at the courtyard and uh, of the council hall. Keep your weapons on you. Always. Did you rescue the slaves? Yeah. Every one of them. And a stowaway. Was this stowaway important? It it, it does not matter now. We we can we can discuss all of that later. What matters now is justice. 
And um, you see him turn around and grab a helmet off of the wall, um, slip it over, and his um, horns fit perfectly within it. Yeah. And the lady, (laughs) very Wagner. Very, very beautiful. Um, And then he reaches down and grabs a sword and axe that are tethered together, and they just slide very gently into his belt. And then he says, please, please go. This will, I will be only but a moment behind you. Cookie. Are we turning up? Into the courtyard. I don't have time to stop. It's not, the docks aren't on the way. I mean, it would be too far to swim out to the sea ghost anyway and get me this trident. Yeah. Not yeah. Try, yeah. Figure it out. It's fine. I'll do it. That'll be my lunch time. <laughs> I mean, a trident is like two gold, maybe eight gold. Just she said that was special. Her grandma gave it to her or something. Like grandma was nice though. Okay, it was. was, Trace could just buy her a new one. It'll be cute. Just buy her a magic one, and it'll make it all better. (laughs) Have money now. Like how much money do we actually have? My character sheet still says nothing. (laughs) You, uh, I, you think, I think the captain has all of our money. That's yeah. Hey, captain. <laughs> hey, money, please. Hey, Walmart. Can I have to buy my girlfriend a weapon? <laughs> I don't know. I think actually, yeah, you're right. I think I have all the money. <laughs> yeah, we put those uh, gold chests in your bag of holding because they were very heavy. Ugh. I'm the only one who could carry all that money. Please. <laughs> this is valid. Right, we deal with Gellin. We're going to go to a bank and like... Give me up the money so I can get gold bricks gold up. Yeah. Gold pieces. We'll <laughs> divvy it up after Gellin. To the courtyard. <laughs> um, by the time you get to the courtyard, uh, you see Anders has um, just arrived in a coach. Um, so as the, uh, door steps out, Anders ducks his head. Um, I'm not going to change for every single one of these unless you want to engage them, but I do have all my costuming here. Headgear, whatever. You love it. Stop it. I do love it. I think you're cute. Thank you. Um, and following behind him is an elderly gentleman hunched over, um, using a cane to get out of the carriage with him and uh he appears to be a butler as he kind of rolls back up the stairs and closes the door behind him and just stands uh, hunched over um as oh what's his name anders uh it signals to all of you broke out with a cane what'd you say Weren't I'm sorry. We, weren't we looking for a guy with a cane at one point? Okay. Looked like the guy that I saw walking on the street. Uh, make a history check. Nope, it does not. <laughs> no, the dice, the dice looks like it's on a 17. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. No, it disappeared. 
Do you, do you want me to roll a real die for you? I will give you my dice had a seventeen, so it face up, and then it's like you rolled a three. Yep, that happened to me. It uh, got stuck in the corner of my screen, lopsided. Do you want like uh, dice? Does D and Beyond not know that that's a re-roll? Uh, apparently not. It's <laughs> been really rude about these sort of things. Yeah, do it. I'll take it. Wait, a re-roll? Oh, no, he's got it. He's got dice in front of him. My re-roll is a seventeen. Earlier, <laughs> 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 he was looking for a guy with a cane, but we weren't around for that conversation, so we wouldn't know that. But you wouldn't, you wouldn't know this person. I was the only one who saw him. Yeah. So the guy has the same general skin tone. Uh, you know, the same height, give or take two or three inches. Uh, he looks older than the gentleman that you've followed and um he's wearing butler's clothes so i mean kind of maybe but not really Does he have a limp he definitely has a limp he is using okay. this cane um as, out of necessity looks possible it's amazing. not likely but possible totally possible I'm sorry, I'm just going with the characters that they have given me in the module. Okay. Um, so Anders kind of uh, tips his glasses to all of you and starts heading towards the front steps of the uh, court building, the council building, um, where Ida walks out and she looks at all of you with derision just <laughs> she, she takes a deep breath and composes herself so the heroes have returned yes thank you for all of your help I'm glad you used it well everything was put to great use <laughs> How much did we actually spend? I know the guard said like 40000 but I didn't think it was going to be that high. It was like... I guess we never actually saw the price tag of the Mithril, did we? Mm -mm. She's like staring daggers at me, and I'm just like, what? You know, with her shiny new armor? I don't know what you're talking about. The phrase was that I grew up really poor phase of like, I got it up over on the rich people, and that's my favorite thing ever. <laughs> yeah Mina's armor is something close to like 2,000 gold oh, um, oh, wow. it's not crazy um, the sending stones were 500-ish the goggles were like three to 500 um, the dragon slayer rapier um was about 5,000. So, what? you know, it wasn't 40,000 gold. It was about 10,000 gold. That's still yeah, great. I guess that's, my sword was the most expensive part. Mm-hmm. Doesn't um, yep. love us. I respect dragons, but I also need 
more power to kill them. If she didn't want us to spend her money, she shouldn't have given us blank check. (laughs) (laughs) She should just be happy that we didn't try and buy a boat. I don't know what the problem is here, honey. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Where where is Eliander? Find us. He called us. She looks at Anders. Where is he? Where? And um, Manistrad comes up, and she's riding a pony, and it's kind of funny just seeing this very, very dirty dwarf because it's only mid morning, and yet she is already covered in soot and grime. Um, she takes off her work, her helmet, and although covered in sweat, it's very clear where the uh, soot and grime of the mines have caked on her face and uh, she was covered and she just kind of huffs <sighs> what's next what's what's the problem this time and in um, about that moment you see Eliander and a small platoon of marines walking along with Gellin. Um, Eliander and Gellin are walking side by side mm-hmm. and the Marines are following behind him in an organized little column. Mm, very suspicious. Mina's hand is just going to go down her axe, just, just in case. <laughs> uh, Perception? <laughs> Can I insight check that formation? Like, Ab- absolutely. Eleven plus eight. <laughs> yeah. Plus eight. Yeah. <laughs> gnarly insight. Y- y'all are way maxed out wisdom. Yeah. <laughs> I also just rolled terrible again on D and D Beyond, so. <laughs> He's, he's going. Kill dice. I can't with D and D Beyond right now. I, I mean, I love D and D Beyond, but I don't like their rolling bot. It's not been nice to me. It is really rude. To me. Thankful for everything else it offers. The dice bot loves Mina, and that's really all that matters. Sometimes, unless she's trying to, like, you know, chase somebody. <laughs> well, yeah. Unless she's trying to run. That's what I was rolling for you. Mina doesn't run, apparently. Some of us don't run. It's fine. <laughs> All right, we're going to get her a cloak of um, just, like, teleport, and she could... <laughs> Whoosh. No, I'm here. Okay, we're good now. You know, um, I just show up. <laughs> the party doesn't start until Mina walks in. <laughs> and she does, indeed, walk in. Walk in. Walk in. <laughs> Well, in that same fashion, Gellin walks in. He uh, makes his way through the gate with the utmost esteem and pride, with arms outstretched towards you all. Um, so you all have done it. You have captured the sea ghost, saved us from the pirates. Well done. Well done, all of you. Why, thank you. 
I I believe your reward is um, 300 gold, correct? Indeed it is. Um, And you see Eleander step through with him, just kind of like quiet, and the Marines form a little line across the gate that would lead out of the courtyard. I believe that would be all of us. We have, um, how do you say, chipped in. So if you would be so kind, we'll all go up to the courtyard, up to, up to the council chambers. But it's such a beautiful day. We should just stay out here, take in the fresh air, you know, really celebrate this victory in the sun. Uh, he looks a little confused, but the money is inside. You can go get it. We'll be right here. He he looks a little bewildered, as if um, you're really talking to him as if you're above him. And um, he looks at the other council members. Shall we retire? And um, Ida opens up the door. While um, Manistrad and Eliander hold their positions, and you can just see Anders go one way towards the door, and then take an awkward step back. Um, are we going in? And <laughs> it is just a constant. Um, electricity between the five of them that is now suddenly very palpable. Uh, Manistrad slowly moves to stand next to Eliander and Ida closes the door and goes to stand next to Gellin. So uh, Gellin just kind of turns around with his big swooshing motion. I know I probably should be swapping back and forth between my ascot and these horns, but it's okay. There. And both characters. It's fine. Easy. <laughs> Don't make that face at me. Sorry. I have all the chest hair out. I'm sorry. I will cover that up. I'm just delaying. It's great fun. <laughs> I'm sorry if this is just torture. He's enjoying watching a squirm. I a little know. bit. <laughs> He's a sociopath, this guy. Could be I'm the DM. Obviously, I'm a sociopath. Um, <laughs> it's part of the territory. And Eliander just um, looks at him going, we have evidence that you have been trading slaves, that you, Gellin, are guilty of conspiracy against the crown. What do you have to say for yourself? Um, And... Gellin just kind of looks around, looks at all of you, and throws up his hands going, what is this evidence? And if it is from all of them, why would you believe them over me? You have known me for decades. I have run this town. I have helped this town succeed. If it were not for me, this would all be a backwater. Cool, Marsh. 
and you would be stationed in the warlands to the north. What is this evidence? How did you come about it? Does the name Falfrithos mean anything to you? It means someone who stinks and smells like garbage. Captain Sigurd Snake Eyes? Is no one I have ever met. Contracts say otherwise. What contracts are you fabricating against me? Contracts de detailing nefarious acts in extreme detail that we could not have fabricated with our knowledge of you. Prove it. You must know that magic leaves its mark. I am nothing if not mundane. I have none of this magic. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but the uh, wizard on the sea ghost did, so... I'm sure so there she... was a wizard aboard. Yes, but you knew that. Um, who's holding the map? Am I holding the map? Do I have, do I have the contract? Did we give that to Eleanor? Tara, we... Tara has it. Tara has it. Uh, I'm going to pull this out here. Oh, look at that. Evidence of guilt. Anyone could have fabricated this. That's what else? Very... Um, you see Eleander kind of put his hand to his hilt. Galen, don't make this harder than it has to be. Your council members all know your signature, Gellin. I'm sure they can confirm if it's yours or not. You have a chance to come clean. You say that you care about ghost salt, whatever, salt marsh. Anyways, you have the ability to aid us and give us information about this prince. All I have ever done is supply this city with goods, trade routes, expand it, Fill the streets with festivals. This, what you accuse me of, is balderdash. What you have done is line your own pockets. Of course I made money off of this. I would not be a prime water if I had not made money from the trades of the town. It is what we do. It is how we uphold it. And then we give it back. We are not Ida. here Ida. to debate the moral of your arguments or actions. We're here to deliver you to the town for them to decide your fate. Great. I would love to face the town. The people who I have rescued in my exploits, whose pockets are full of food because of what I have done for this town. People that you bought. And he turns to Ida, who has taken um, five or six steps back from him. And um, you can see surprise come across his face as uh, he looks at her and goes, Surely you do not betray me to these loyalists. And... Um, she just kind of shakes her head and leans on a little 
folds her hands and um, Gellin just goes from one person to the next looking them in the eye and he falls on Anders and Anders just kind of shrivels and hangs his head and um, Gellin realizes he's been defeated and in that moment, um, Eliander steps forward and pulls out a pair of manacles. We, we have been council members, maybe even friends for years, Gellin. Don't make a spectacle of it. And in that moment, Gellin takes off his ascot. You know, takes it. Just kidding. <laughs> drops it on the ground and steps forwards with his um, hands out to be arrested. The troops move in and surround him and escort him in moderate privacy to what you could assume is the direction of the watchtower. Perception check on the ascot. I trust nothing. Roll it. Okay. 18. Um, it is probably some symbol of surrender. Um, in the same way you would wave a white flag. To make sure he's not like leaving a teleport teleport mark or something like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's a, it's, it's a good move. It's, it was, it was a good insight. Can I accompany the party that is moving? I don't trust it. Um, where they're going at this point? Am I allowed to leave the scene? Uh, the remaining council members of Manistrad and well, specifically Manistrad is going to kind of. You, you are. You should stay here. Eliander will be back. We have business to discuss. What happens if they're ambushed on their way to... There is yeah. none in this town who would ambush Eliander. I didn't say anyone in this town. Gallon was in league with the secrets. As you say these words, it kind of strikes her as somewhere between blasphemy and just shock, because that's about as awful of a thing you can say. And while she had seen, while she saw the um, contract held up, she just it didn't register until you said it, <coughs> and. You you should go. Return to us with Eliander. And uh, she turns and just kind of smears some of the soot off of her face and starts walking into the council hall. Yeah. Tara's, Tara's following Eliander. Are all of us or just Tara? Just... Well, if Tara's going, Akira's going to follow her. <laughs> Oh, you should 
follow then we won't split this everyone I, this up. I guess we're all going <laughs> sorry i'm just we'll be right all back <laughs> I was going to rogue in. Five, five minutes. Um, he, yeah. He, he said when Ida stepped away, he said these loyalists. Yeah. Like loyalists to the Brown? Mm-hmm. Who are, in, who are opposed to the independent operations of Saltmar. Yeah. Okay. So then what would be the opposition of the loyalists? The insurrectionists? I mean, it's kind of like the, the, the traditionalists. Tradition. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. It's like in revolutionary times with the uh, Tories and the... The um, Whigs. I'm blanking on the names. Yeah. The Whigs. People who supported the crown, the ones who didn't support the crown. But... <laughs> Ellen is betraying all of them. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Do we support the crown? Do we not support the crown? I don't know what we support. I don't support anything. Didn't even know there was a crown. We're <laughs> <laughs> literally a, like a royal marine. How do you not know? I think. Uh, <laughs> I mean, Mina, Mina, and Tara are both chaotic neutral, right? Yeah. Yeah. And. What is lawful, lawful neutral? And you should definitely support the crown. Okay. He, he is lawful to, to his god. god. Not any um like That's... the tenets of his faith are where his law comes from, and it has nothing right. to do with the law of the land. He doesn't necessarily have to have an affinity to the crown, but he should support the fact that they're in charge and their authority. <clears throat> He could also just as easily go to war against the crown if his god called him to. Also that. That's fair. That's fair. Well, yeah. Mina and Terra are chaotic, so like anarchy is second nature. Yep. Kira is neutral, so it means nothing to him. Yep. Yeah. Kira does not care unless there's something personal involved. We're, we're too beautiful to be loyal to anyone. <laughs> oh, ouch. What? <laughs> His heart Chris. barely beats as it is. You're gonna break it like that? <laughs> oh, no. oh, you are. Oops. Out. <laughs> Why wow. did you see that in character? Okay. The the, the procession um is oh. a very quick one. Um, nobody wants to be seen in the streets. Um, they're not trying to make this a spectacle in any way. But there are plenty of people who do take note. Um, unlike the guards at the uh, entrance of the Watchtower when you first arrived, that saw you guys and were very excited. Um, seeing Gellin walking down the streets, uh, surrounded like this with his hands manacled, absolutely no one of the bystanders is saying anything to anyone. And you watch as they all. <clears throat> Escort him into the watchtower. Okay. Cool. And um, a minute or two later, Eliander walks back out alone. Rough, buddy. <laughs> I'm sure we don't need to tell you this, but all the same, he is 
well secured. He will not be going anywhere. His betrayal... His betrayal is unforgivable. But there are... I guess... This, this leaves a hole on the council. There, there are many things that must be <clears throat> accomplished very quickly. Do you need us for that? Um, no. Um, I, I'm sorry. You, you said you had rescued slaves and uh, stowaway. Yeah. Um... Uh, less a stowaway and more captured he was trying to investigate uh, from and we found a sea elf who was very curious as to why they were taking weapons. It seems that they were weapons. also selling weapons to um, lizard folk. Yes, we do need you. This this is the utmost priority. <sighs> yes, please, please return to the council manor with us. Everyone, everyone else must know of this. Uh, can can you bring this stowaway? I, I'm sorry, I I forget his name. If you did, you mention his name, her name. No, Oceanus. Oceanus. That doesn't sound familiar, but it, it rings of... <clears throat> it sounds like devotion. It does, so it does. It would be familiar. Maybe. Um, yes, please. Uh, bring, bring this Oceanus to the council meeting. Everything's going to fall apart in one day. Sorry? Seems like the theme of the day. Yeah. And we're going to be at war by nightfall. And he just starts walking off towards the council manor. Okay. He's on your ship, Mina? I believe so. Okay. Sure. Totally. Yes. We'll go back there and get him. Okay. Let's wait for Lisa. <laughs> And if we don't have to do much role play, we can just say we went to her <laughs> ship and headed back to the yeah. Oh, oh I gotta get my elf ears. <laughs> there has to be a way to like get these on. No, my headset. Ah, <laughs> look at that! It can be done. You're very. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you enjoyed. Hey, it. Are the are the dogs playing out there or upstairs? Um, Maddie's playing alone, and Lila's in there, but she might need to go out soon because she drank much water. Okay, dokie. Maddie's just having a blast. She's running. <laughs> I can hear and feel her. She's running so furiously that the 
a 13 pound dog is shaking the floor in a different room. <laughs> Just like going nuts right now. I love That's that. Amazing. <sighs> Hi, Maddie. I feel now like I should not have said about the lizard folk necessarily because we let them go. No, I think the lizard folk is, is fine to mention, but we are going to have to disclose most likely that we gave them the weapon. I would not well, disclose. Uh, technically, technically, you didn't say that we saw lizard folk. We just said we no. they were transporting weapons to the lizard folk. That is that is true. <laughs> oh, and also, we could also lie and say that that was the one thing that got away from us. So many guys. Because technically, they did get away from us. Well, and from our insight checks, we believed what they were the reason for their weapons. So more than likely, we're going to have to convince the council that they're not gearing up to attack. Right. Based on our own interaction with one of them. Yeah. I'm not convinced about that, necessarily. I'm not convinced that's going to work. But we might be able to say that they got away. He left the boat. And leave it at that because they did get away. Did they get away? Did we give them all of the weapons? That was a lot of weapons. Those a thousand gold pieces worth of yeah. weapons. So generous. Yep. Mm. You know, that was the only thing they cared about. They took the weapons and, and got away. And the pseudo dragon. That's where they took them. Really smart, but also fucking idiots. <laughs> I'm sorry, Akira's a good person. Sorry. <laughs> uh, we're so stupid. <laughs> Akira's not going to hand the lizards over to the town. The town's just going to kill them. Yeah. No, I, I agree with that. The wholeheartedly. <laughs> I feel like our like group is that TikTok sound was like, Thanks for checking. I'm still a piece of garbage. <laughs> Literally, we are, though. The shall we do it? Shall we do the correct thing? Let's <laughs> yeah. make good decisions. What we're doing the whole time. The whole time. It's huh. fine. This time with no Scooby-Doo plan included. <laughs> like, we just... Because we shot down the Scooby-Dooing yeah, real fast. Yeah. <laughs> We're just like, how about no? <laughs> You're cute, but no. <laughs> Using mainly spoons. <laughs> <laughs> I really need you to do it, that one. <laughs> you have to do it. <laughs> What are you waiting? Uh, <laughs> she needs to get into man makeup. It takes a, it's a whole process. I, it's a huge process. 
Uh, uh, maybe I could do it tomorrow because my hair is like dirty, so it looks darker. Okay. So that's, you know. You can do it from like a seated position. Yeah, that's fine. Any <laughs> spoons. Also, the other problem is um, the pregnancy problem of you just wear black and nobody will know. Things are very <laughs> aggressive. You just wear black and nobody will know. <laughs> Everyone knows. <laughs> Who know? Who's gonna know? I, I don't. Nobody's gonna know. Nobody will know. <laughs> Nobody's gonna know. How would they know? It's <laughs> right there, all the way up to the neck. Yep. Yeah. It's Perfect. Right nobody will know. Mm-hmm. We'll work on it. They know. They just don't. Po- could it possibly know? Just don't wear the shirt that says hello on your You're an ascot. It's fine. <laughs> Boom. Ascot, baby. Did you just drop many things or was that a child? No, no I put I put the breastplate away. Oh, okay. Yeah. Whatever. Cool. So I guess now we've picked up Oceanus. Oceanus. And we're going back to deal with the rich bitches. Because he's just like, lizard people, you have a stowaway? Bring him to the council meeting. We're like, okay. Okay. There we go. It was terrifying. Uh, And I I remind the group to not mention Fowl because I've already promised he's going to go free. So. Too bad we already said his name. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Terry. We didn't mention that he. We don't. Yeah. Right. Because right. yeah, we also mentioned the captain too. Yeah. We are not mentioning the lizard people that we released on purpose. No. All we are saying is that they left the boat. They got away. Got away from us. Uh huh. Physically. Basically. Mm-hmm. And Oceanus. Just talking about the presence of lizard people unless directly asked and then hope for the best. Right. Hoping for so many lists. Are you giving all of this information to Oceanus as well? Sure. No. No. How much does Oceanus know about what we did? Oceanus, we didn't tell him that we let go of the lizard folk. He never knew there were lizard folk on the ship. Say whatever he wants to say. Tell him nothing. Yep. All right. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Squared. Squared away. Nice. Uh, so the six of you return, and um, you see everyone has entered the building at this point, and the guards open up the council front doors for you. Okay. Uh, they're they're um in the. They're 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 right in the. Oh boy. Where are we? <laughs> they're walking. Okay. Go through the main hall. They're in the audience chamber. Upstairs. Ian. No. In, 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 yeah. Yes. Yes. Please go ahead. <laughs> Never. And he just looks nervous as all get out. Um, it is not hot enough for him to be sweating as much as he is. But he's there. He's doing his job. You okay, buddy? 
I don't want to die. Uh, yes, I'm fine. We're fine. And he, he perks up and uh, puts his, his uh, like, halberd upright. Yes, ma'am. Here, Akira walks briskly towards the... Uh... Can I inside check this sucker? Sure. <laughs> I guess other than what he's obviously already... That's a 10. He, he's definitely scared of whatever... Whatever's going on is unprecedented, and he, he's very worried, and okay. yeah. You could probably infer that it has to do with the lizard folk invasion. But. Nobody said anything about an invasion. Here, uh, marches up to the doors, and he does the Aragorn this time. <laughs> Um, they are all yeah Uh, they're all in the middle of arguing uh, the the four council members and Gellin's couch couch or armchair don't remember armchair I think it was like a very nice armchair uh, is completely empty and it is noticeable um, not just that one member of the five is missing, but that the room is now three versus one. As you can see, Anders has obviously sided with the other two, leaving Ida by herself on her uh, soft couch. And Ida... Sorry, no, she's she's not in the position to do that. It's going to be Eliander. Um, please come in and sit. This is going to this is going to take a while. Close the doors if you don't mind. Should have had a drink before this. Okay. Please, please help yourself. Um, yeah. There, there's a small. Um, cart off to the side with silver um, goblets and a couple different options for wine and other types of booze. Fantastic. What is the strongest thing they have? Um, There is a rum that looks and smells like paint thinner. Great. That is what a trace is going for. There you go. Clink. Right. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Gonna find uh, a seat. Here, pours a glass of wine. Nice. Ida downs her entire glass of wine, and um, you can see that Manistrad has two mugs of something that are already finished. I might just take the entire decanter of the rum thing. Yeah. Uh, save some. You know what? It's fine. It's ours now. <laughs> so before we begin, I need you all to tell us everything about the sea ghost. Well, we captured it. It's your typical ship. They had a they had a wizard, not a captain, a mate. Uh, first mate, uh, Bosun. Bosun. 
several bandits. Most of these were casualties in our uh, takeover of the ship. Down the whole they had... I'm not talking about that. What? They only lizard folk. Okay. <laughs> talking about the lizard folk. We had a good not to talk about the lizard folk. Right. You were there. Don't worry. <laughs> um, transporting many slaves. Uh, transport of weapons. They did have a mercenary with them. They did. A hired guard. <coughs> who I don't think we ever actually got the name of. We just were kind of calling him Chainmail. Um, yes. But he did not seem associated with the crew, just hired for this trip. Although hmm. he did say he had nothing to do with Salt Marsh, so he could have been from anywhere. Not particularly. Uh, helpful information. Sorry. Could he have been the one who put the prince's symbol on the contract? That is certainly a possibility. We could find out. <laughs> you have him in custody. We do. Maybe. Maybe. Side note, Akira's not afraid to give away this guy. Yes, oh, okay. don't care about this guy. Yes, we do have. Chainmail wasn't helpful, so. Okay, um, you see Eliander just like his eyes start um, giving away how his, his how quickly his brain is thinking. Um, and he goes, so where the sea ghost is offshore, we know this. Um, where we, you have the captive, we, you have saved Oceanus. Uh, where are the weapons? They went overboard during the fight. That's technically true. Um, there were... Listen, that is not a convincing story because they would go, they could go and look for the weapons and they're not there. When we had arrived aboard the ship, there were uh, three lizard folk aboard the ship as well. They got away from us with their weapons that they were allegedly transporting. Mm -hmm. or that is what had happened. Perhaps you should enlighten us to current events and what we, you fear this means. The lizard folk are barbarians, um, warlike people. They have eaten any of our soldiers who have dared to go into their territory of the Hul Marshes. It's a little reductionistic, don't you think? Yes, I do think it is a very simplified version of 
whatever is going on. They make sacrifices of people to their gods. They drink the blood of these sacrifices. This is fact. So I'm sorry if I don't feel like going into the details of their culture with you. And um, he starts continuing on in Draconic. Um, they worship this god. Uh, he requires their blood sacrifices. He is fair but cruel. He requires them... Did you say Eleander to... starts going on in Draconic? Yes. Eleander is known as a linguist. That's kind of rude. Nobody else can understand. It's over here. He just wants you all to understand that he's not spouting this as someone who is ignorant. Uh, their queen is one who is vicious and a protector, but there is the traditional shaman, and this is what we are up against, is these shaman hold to the old ways and refuse to negotiate on territory and boundaries. They only live to serve and slaughter for their god. So yes, and he switches back to common, yes, they are barbaric. And it is simple as that. They are a threat to our town, and they have murdered our people in the past. Giving them arms puts Saltmarsh at risk. Akir says in Draconic, everyone in this town is barbaric to those from where I come from. Perspective means more than you think. Dropping cool lines, a language we don't understand. He's he's gonna. Which is like, I assume that was really awesome. Yeah. So I do he, a persuasion. He, he will note that he does. You don't even need to. Um, right. He he is he notes your wisdom. He doesn't necessarily consider you an equal yet, but he does indeed appreciate that. You understood fact, I all speak of the language, yeah, and that all of that was not for nothing, and um, yeah. Then this is your task, and he looks at the other council members. If my council members were alongside me, at a minimum, you must. Go and seek out this colony. At best, recover the weapons you have bestowed upon our enemies. Um, and at this point, um, I'm just going to pretend these sit in my head. Our good friend, Oceanus, kind of pipes up for a moment. I'm sorry, this is too awkward. I'm just going to leave it be. Do you want me to put it on the headband? I have the headband. I'll do it. Oh, that's okay, baby. You're doing great. Okay. Um, Oceanus pipes up and says, um, there is a war that you are unaware of. And it is not with salt marsh. The lizard folk. He's, he's speaking to Leander, right? Yeah. Well, he's speaking to everyone, um, and everyone seems to he he waits for a moment to see if he gets permission, and Ida <coughs> and Eliander both kind of give him permission, just kind of showing that struggle again 
of who's in charge here. Um, and he continues, Beneath the waves, there are many factions, many peoples. The lizard folk armed themselves in defense, not as an act of aggression. And though it seems to be a an affront to my people that they have not invited us or even asked for our aid, it may be a bit hasty to assume that they are coming for salt water. Um, Manistrad pipes up. Then what do we do? Have you ever tried negotiating? They all kind of look at each other, just shaking their heads. You, you want to be our emissary? Kira looks back at the group, kind of shrugs a little bit. Me, you, but do that. I'd prefer myself over one of you. They all shake their heads in agreeance that none of them want to go. Ida um, pipes up with her flowered hat. Very well. Sorry, she has old ladies. Very well. You will receive your payment for um, the sea ghost, and we will. How do you want to say? How should I say this? Not sponsor you. We will offer this opportunity for all of you to go into the Hool Marshes and on the behalf of the Council of Salt Marsh, meet with the lizard folk. How generous. <laughs> and if you can prevent war, then all the better. If you can bring us back allies, then your fame in Salt Marsh will grow and perhaps you will have earned a seat on this council. Lucky for you, we were already headed in that direction. We shall do this, not for you, but for the people here and the people there. But the truth comes out and not the leaders fight. I have no qualms with this. I have long passed my years in warfare. Uh, you can see Eliander kind of like itching his sword hand a little bit, but he knows that he is best served. Well, he, he even just speaks up. Um, I agree to these terms, and 
know that I will be preparing for war if it comes. Should you fail, Saltmarsh will be defended. Good. Very well. For the time being, I suggest you keep any attempts of people entering the whole marshes to a minimum at best. Yes, I will do. Um, and you kind of see Eliander again taking your counsel under advisement. Yeah, look at Kier. <laughs> Kier's going for the emissary role. <laughs> Perfect. Atreus is like anyone but me. Thanks. Please pick anyone but me ever. <laughs> pick me. Does anyone watch Shark Tale? And then I'll be your financial advisor. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not a real financial advisor. <laughs> Is there anything else? Do you, Ida, just goes, do you even know where to go? Mm -hmm. I look to Oceanus. Yeah. Yes. have an idea of you have a map. where we can find. We've got a map. We're good. Yes, Her we got a map. <laughs> We're smarter than we look. Dora the Explorer, the shit. Yeah. <laughs> Oceanus just. Para has the map. <laughs> I, I have. I'm sorry. I have been there in Man. the past. That is awesome. Before, before the lizard folk moved into the caverns on the sea. Before it was ruled by the sea princes as their territory. Eliander, would you have interest in interrogating our mercenary who may have come from the Sea Princes? Uh, a very broad smile comes across his face, and he is... Indeed, I would. Akira's main goal now is just to see how much he can get Eliander to love him. <laughs> like besties over there. Fina out. I thought we were besties. <laughs> Akira's likable just in a very different way than Nina. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Akira's likable, Mina's lovable. That's true. In the night. <laughs> and then there's Tara and Atreus. <laughs> Mina loves them all. Atreus has the RBF and Tara's a tease. I love them. They're great. They work together great. Um, so, wait, did Oceanus say he knew where they were? Yeah. He'd been there before? Yep. I wouldn't ask that him to with the maps, I feel like we're good. I, I would like to come. If 
you would permit me. I may not be in fighting shape after these days of everything, but if there's a chance that I can broker peace or help between my people and the lizard folk against a common enemy, then I would I would be willing to accompany you all. Three Sorry. strands are stronger than two. <laughs> yeah, sure. Let's take him. <laughs> okay, if you insist. I would yeah, like. I figure to. we're gonna go mostly by sea, so like we can just keep him on the boat and then bring him in when it's safe. Is it by sea to get to the marshes? Two if by land. <laughs> They're on sea caves. Uh, you can go by land. It's easier by sea. But as Oceanus um, hinted, the sea that is north of this area is ruled by the sea princes. Right. Oh, right. And I knew that too. So, yeah, we want to probably go by land. That's not something you can horseback ride to the marshes, can you? It, it's days. That's, you can. You can definitely take horses. But yeah. You can take a boat and just stick to the shoreline and hope you don't come in come across trouble. Figure we can also try and talk to Chainmail quick again just to double check his allegiances and if he knows any tricks to avoid the princes. I would think we'd wanna avoid the princes as much as possible and so wait how many days would it take to get into the marshes if we went by foot versus uh, how long would it by sea two by sea um okay. at max so hey, you're you're pretty sure that at this point in time if this lizard folk um were rowing and they caught a good wind they'd be about halfway there and by the time you all get underway, they should be home, even okay. in that small rowboat. Um, it would be five days of horse travel. Okay. Just because the road through the outer reaches of the marshes is much more challenging. I feel like it would take we have the sea ghost. It might be a ship they expect. Or attack. I, I, don't, I don't know. Because the, the sea ghost is one they expected to go to that place. Yeah. Question for side quest boy. Where might my quarry be? You don't know. Don't know. I just I know I'm being sent into the marshes. Into the marshes. We God said go wander in the wilderness for 40 years, didn't he? That's literally what he said to me. Or go find people who live in the marshes who might tell you where to find what you're looking for. Cool. Cool, cool. The lizard folk. They should know. Okay. Handy. Hence why it has not been labeled as either a side or a main quest. Look at that. Oh, yay. Because it could become part of the main quest to convince them. Yeah. Um, I'm just giving you ideas. Almost like this was planned. 
How many would we need to crew the sea ghost? You need at least 10. Yeah, that's the thing. And you have five. Akira would not Granted. know this, but he can't ask this question. Um, Tara has a whole crew. You just have to keep the. They would just have to abandon the galley and leave that in port. That's true. And uh, Mina cannot ask her crew because she's about to peace out on them. So (laughs) they're not helping her. No. Okie dokie. Anything else we should know before we head north about the sea princes or the lizards? We, how do I say this? Um, Ida pipes up. We hope the best for your encounter. And we will be preparing for the worst. What, no more credits to offer this time? Oh, that's right. Um, she takes out a pouch of 300 gold. <laughs> this is your payment for Return of the Seagulls. Thanks. Great. Thank you. 300 divided by four. <laughs> I guess we should 75. get... 75. 75 each. Nice. We gotta figure out that money's... <laughs> We also okay. got a ton from As the council, the there's a bank that we can <laughs> change our gold bars into. <laughs> Actually, no, I don't want to ask the council that. They're going to take it. They're going to be like, oh, this is ours. <laughs> I mean, this bag of gold, like, we might want to, you know, invest a little. Just... I would love for you to come to my bank. Oh, you own the bank. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Whatever you find, a fair exchange, of course. Uh huh. All right. I mean, it's, we can't just carry around gold bars. We can't buy anything with gold bars. You, you definitely, they're legal gold bars. You can. Are they? Okay. Yeah. We're going to give it a try. <laughs> <laughs> No one's going to make change for gold bars. How's that? So whatever thing. you're buying, it needs to be in increments of 50 or yeah. close to. Yeah. That's fine. All right. Which is possible before taking it to the bank. Yeah. Ugh. So you will be flying the flag of Salt Marsh upon. Your borrowed vessel of the sea ghost, then, correct? No, actually, incorrect. We will be flying no flag because flying a flag specifically tied to a allegiance would make us a target. Target. And you wouldn't want your uh, saviors to die before we get to the lizard folk, would you? No, I have invested. Too much gold in this operation. Thanks. Very well. As head of the council, I authorize this emissary 
to use the vessel of the sea ghost. Sounds good. Authorize? Yes. Hand vessel that we control? Oh, it's not yours. You were hired by us to recover it. The seagulls. I recall it was the salt marsh. Sink. Did ask us to sink it. That was. That was Gallen's preference, for obvious reasons. Mm. It's really quite surprising to me that you had no idea, at all. That your uh, good friend Gellin was uh, trading in slaves and working with sea princes, arming lizard folk. Truly, don't you hate it when people betray you like that? Indeed. Hmm. Can I insight check her? Absolutely. Thank you. Ito. Bring it on. 15 plus 8. Is math. 24. <laughs> um, she is exceptionally... 23? 23? I don't know. It's math. I, I'm not good at math. <laughs> 23. <laughs> absolutely distraught over this whole thing. She yeah. She definitely did not know that. Yeah. But she is the head council member. She is the leader of this town. A little bad about antagonizing her then, but not that bad. Just a little. She should have known. Yeah. And she trusted Gellin and got bit in the butt. It's not the worst. If you intend to take the boat that we captured, perhaps we should talk about a price for this emissary mission. <laughs> it's... You have use of our boat? Um... If you can come back with a guarantee of no harm from the lizard folk to Salt Marsh, that would be 500 gold worth of protection from the town. I think everyone would find that agreeable. If you can broker an exchange or an alliance, I think 1,000 would be a fair price. Considering you've already earned quite a bit of the town's generosity. Right. Sounds fair. Very well. What proof of no harm would you look for? Hmm. Maybe that's not a good question for her because she thinks they're barbarians. They all think they're barbarians. So, do you want to change their customs? Uh, 
swearing allegiance to your god. What are we looking for here? Uh, those things ain't gonna happen. You see, you see, Manistrad just kind of go over and rip a piece of parchment up, right here. Let them draw their lizard face or whatever it is they sign. We will not attack Salt Marsh. <laughs> Great. Very well. In her most un, um, you know, unglorious way here, she also is extending a solid understanding of the challenge of being the wrong culture in Salt Marsh. <sighs> okay. So I guess we have to go get a ship ready. Best of luck. Let's be on our way. Um, Eliander's going to walk you all out because he's getting to work. Um, yeah. I want everyone in the morning. I'd like everyone to make me a perception check. What's my perception? 17. 25. 17 plus 5. 22. 22. Y'all are way too good at perception. Considering all the low rolls we did before this, I feel good about it. Yeah. Um, Akir and Atreus are the only ones who noticed this quick moment as uh, the door closes behind you where Anders sits down in Gellin's armchair. Nicky boy. Reyes is just going to look at Akir and that kind of, you saw that? I did. Probably have to keep an eye on him. Emissary. Hunger for power can do strange things to a man. All right. Ten thirty on a Friday night. <laughs> Half of us are sick. Half of you are sick. Um, I feel very good about this session. I don't know about you all. It turned out exactly as I hoped it would. Which is good because it could have, there were a lot of ways it could have gone really badly. Yep. <laughs> I was there for a second. <laughs> Can I go buy me that trident? <laughs> Akir had many plans in his head, but one of them involved in the courtyard just like flying up and fireballing the entire town guard. So, like, that was a possibility, depending on how things played out. He was about to like roll, start initiative right there and then. Kaboom. Like, if this doesn't go well, <laughs> we're just <laughs> going in. <laughs> nice. Nice. I love it. All right. And that, ladies and gentlemen, was Rolls of Redemption. <laughs>